When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One of the interesting pieces of research that's been discussed concerns thin film solar cells. Now, 90% of the photovoltaic cells in the world are made out of silicon, but the trouble is you need quite thick wadges of silicon to actually capture enough light in those cells, which means you're always going to have difficulty reducing further the price of solar electricity. Using thin films, you use like 1% of the material because they are very, very efficient at harvesting the sun's rays. And the leading one is called cadmium telluride. The big disadvantage is that to make it work properly, you need to bathe the cell in something called cadmium chloride which is extremely toxic. It causes heart diseases, kidney disorders, and it would be a serious environmental pollutant if it ever gets out into rivers. So it requires very costly waste handling when you're actually making these cells. But once you've made them, then it's safe? Once you've made them, it's safe. So researchers have uh, basically looked at this process and gone, let's find an alternative to cadmium chloride. This is a major problem. And they looked at lots of different chloride salts and they found magnesium chloride did the job just as well. Now, magnesium chloride is dirt cheap. It's like a dollar a kilo in bulk, so hundreds of times cheaper cadmium chloride. It's also extremely benign. You extract it from seawater and one of its major uses actually is as a coagulant to make tofu. It's also spread on roads to to de-ice roads. So they put this through its paces and found that it gave pretty much exactly the same performance as cadmium telluride cells using the conventional treatment. And what it's actually doing, the chloride ions go in and in the middle of the cell there's a junction between two different materials, cadmium telluride, cadmium sulphide. Electrons need to go in the right place at the right time and if the junction is not perfect, they don't. What the chloride is doing is smoothing that junction out so the electrons go where they need to go, you get a nice circuit and current flows. So why did these guys try the tofu coagulant now? Why did they end up originally making these things using such toxic chemicals? Why didn't they try the simple stuff first? Yeah, that's a good question, actually. The reasoning was the cell has this sandwich, like I said, of cadmium telluride, cadmium sulphide. They want to get chloride ions in there. How do we do that without mucking up the chemistry of the other materials? Well, let's put more cadmium in there and then it's not altering the chemistry at all. Hence, cadmium chloride is the thing that you treat it with. And generally, people have felt that there wasn't any use looking for other chlorides because the other metal ions that you have to put in there would kind of muck up the chemistry. And if you sort of look at the the performance of these sorts of cells, how good are they compared with those big slabs of silicon that people are currently putting on their roofs? Well, in the lab, silicon cells reach about 25%. Cadmium telluride has just got above 20%. And in their hands, using this magnesium chloride treatment their cells reached 15% efficiency. So basically that's, that's a sign that this is a very promising process. And it's also interestingly a sign that having that extra magnesium in there doesn't really seem to affect the performance of the device at all. 
It's still not brilliant, though, is it 15%? When you're looking at solar cell efficiencies, 15% is what a lot of conventional silicon cells actually produce. And there's always potential to refine these things so that you push up the efficiencies here and there. But in this case, what you've also got to consider is the cost. So would you rather have a cell that's producing 15% efficiency but costs tuppence, or would you rather have a cell that produces 20% efficiency but costs 50 quid? Well, you'd want the cheaper cell because you can deploy more of it and ultimately harvest more of the sun's rays. And do they think that this is something that can scale up to meet the demands of industry? So can we actually do it commercially? The leading producer of cadmium telluride cells is a company called First Solar. They've actually just opened the world's largest solar photovoltaic power facility in Arizona. It's got a power capacity of 290 megawatts, which is like a small power station. They say that they are interested in replacing cadmium chloride. They've been trying to do it already. Now, whether that means they can scale it up, obviously remains to be seen. There are other issues to consider, like what about the long-term stability? It might last for a year in the lab, but it needs to last 10 years, 15 years when it's deployed in the field and it's got to withstand rain and temperature variations and things like that. So really, for uh, when you get to commercialising these sorts of technologies, those longer-term tests are crucial because that is when some materials fall down.